By Jove, it's time for another moustache-twiddling edition of Beyond the Iron Sea. The unofficial podcast that is exactly the sort of thing your mother brought you up to stare out of the way of. I'm going on holiday today, so to ensure that you don't miss out on your Beyond the Iron Sea fix, we brought the podcast forwards to today. So, coming up on this edition of Beyond the INC, we'll be filling you in on how you can pay money for what everyone else got for free. We've got news on the radio debut of the first single proper from Perfect Symmetry, The Lovers Are Losing. And we'll be telling you more about an evening with Beyond the INC, plus the hotly anticipated ticket details. So once again, it's time for us all to go Beyond the INC. Do you think we mentioned Beyond the INC enough there, Chris? Well, actually, no. Beyond the INC. When we recorded the last podcast, we were so excited about the news of an evening with Beyond the Iron Sea that we didn't fill you in on all the news we had stashed away. So, first of all, let's take a look at the official UK charts, which for the first time in months is featuring a keen track. Spiralling hit the chart at number 28 in its first week, selling, we're told, just a shade over 5,000 copies. Which, considering that 500,000 people downloaded it for free, is still pretty impressive, I think. Now, if you fail to download it for free, go and part with your money now. Watch that tune fly up the charts. What else is in the news this week, Andrew? Well, before you hear from us again, you'll have heard The Lovers Are Losing, the first single proper from Perfect Symmetry. The second track from the album is hotly tipped to receive its radio debut on Monday the 25th of August on legendary DJ Steve Lamack's show on BBC's Six Music Station. Now, if you're in the UK, you can tune in with a digital radio or listen online at www.bbc.co.uk forward slash six music. Yep, and the bands are going to be in the studio to chat about the making of the album and maybe, maybe, just maybe, play a little bit more from the record. Exciting. Yep. But wait, we can excite you even more. Well, I know I can, Chris. The artwork for Perfect Symmetry will be released very shortly. Yes, the kaleidoscopic artwork is said to fit in with this new musical direction that you've heard so many people talking about. Yep, so keep an eye out for that one. And finally, we've got one tiny little rumour to share with you. Uh, This is a pretty damn good one, actually, and and while we've got nothing concrete to back it up with, we wouldn't be surprised at all if this comes off. So, the, uh, the BBC will be hosting its electric prom season in London and Liverpool this year, between the 22nd and the 26th of October, and we've heard a little whisper that Keane might be one of the acts due to appear. Yeah, it's the right time for them to be doing a promotional appearance, so we reckon our thoughts could be right on the money. Plus, this event tends to have bands doing something special uh, last year, and I think the year before, um, a lot of the bands played with the BBC's orchestra, um, which would be fascinating to see. Yeah, Kaiser Chiefs did uh, Ruby with the Ukulele Orchestra of Great Britain. Yeah, the... Um, amazing. Um, the editor show that um, was at Coco, they had uh, they had the Philharmonic with them, I think. Um, yeah, it was it was uh, it was good stuff. Anyway, um, time's going to tell on this rumor, so for the moment, don't take it as a given. So uh, that is this week's news. Beyond the INC requests a favour. We'd like you to do your bit for the community and vote, vote, vote for Sarah to win the MTV.ca slash superfan contest. Sarah wants to prove she's a huge fan of Keen, and while we've never met her or have any idea of the criteria involved, we're going to advise you to slap a vote on her anyway. So scoot over to MTV.ca slash superfan and vote Sarah. Go on. She'd vote for you if two strangers told her to.
In recent weeks, with all our exciting news, we've rather neglected our mailbox. And we're still receiving a regular flow of emails from all of you lovely people out there. Um, So it's only fair that we go ahead and raise some of your points today. Our first email this week comes from Camille Lefebvre from Toronto. I hope both of you were kidding when you were talking about the kitar and only brought it up to get this sort of reaction. The kitar is musical birth control. There is no way, I repeat, no way to look like anything other than a total douchebag while playing the kitar. A bad idea from the 80s is best left there. So, no sitting on the fence there from young Cammy. Feisty lady. Well, I mean, I, I don't personally have a problem with kitars. I mean, no one uses them for, you know, what they can achieve musically. It's all about the look, isn't it, on the stage? Presentation. Exactly. And, and I think it sort of fits in with what Keen are all about, really. It, you know, keyboards, and this is an anti-cool album. And, you know, if there's anything more... I can't think of anything more anti-cool than a kitar. I like the idea of doing something a little bit tasteless and a little bit um, odd-looking, basically. But um, I would probably be not that impressed if I did see it. Because I think it's one thing to have Tom strutting around the stage, you know, thrusting his pelvis at, at ladies. But if Tim starts doing it with a kitar strapped to his crotch, then it's, you know, it's going to start looking a bit weird, to be honest. I wouldn't mind. I know you wouldn't, but I probably would. Um, so yeah, Kitars. Chris, yes? Yes. Myself, no. So thanks, Cammy. Our next email comes from Emily B, who has a thorough analysis of the lyrics to Spiralling Twad. Hey, guys. Okay, I've got it. This is my analysis of the lyrics. I have a email relating to Tom. I can't wait to find the story behind this song. The narrator, whoever that might be, sorry, it's is waiting for something more. Line knows there's some worry about him. He's got so much into relationship that he now has, but his real is in vain. To all stunned by giving him jewels alone and fashioning like himself. He realised the other doesn't really love him as much as he thought. The fancy so poor and plans the other cares. Or they are some dude terrorists who love us and going all with ideas and plans they might go on together. He has illusions, but she doesn't care. He's also realised they love the aesthetics of each other, but there's no real substance to hold them together. Hence, when we fall in love, we're just falling in love with ourselves. In her position, she's realised the same, to a sense. All those suffered, although she can't have him, she wants in this relationship. Do you want to be a winner? I want presents, etc. She hasn't been able to achieve her dreams, and she's all held down by him. All blames him for the fact that she has to achieve what she really wants in the relationship. And my opinion on this, if I may, if you truly love someone, and love yourself, then you'll kill the company anything that you want into, and do. Obviously, being a healthy and well-resolved relationship encourages this, but if these areas are in fact speaking on girlfriend, yes, I'm going on a living here, and if she wants sure enough, she realizes this. Otherwise, it's all a bunch of soldiers' lies. True love stems from dependence, not dependence. Once you've learned to love yourself, then you love another. It sounds to me like that is not the case. But anyway, that means I still around. They love each other because they need to be loved. I said to Eve, because they're not sure if they find anything else like it. Took the ground, spiraling down, etc. But they really love each other. They more or less love the other each other. He's looking to read answers and waiting for someone to leave. Why is Bruce trying to move onward? Magnus and Skyline have my reach, always in my lane. But the whole relationship has been spiraled down. Uh, so that's my take on it. I uh, I just thought I'd share. M. Thanks, M. That was extremely comprehensive. No, not really much to add to that. If you missed some of that, just play this podcast at quarter speed, and it'll all become very clear. Oh, well, I need a breather. Um, keep your emails coming in to beyondtheinc at gmail.com and we'll be reading more of your emails out in the weeks to come. Beyond the I-N-C. Last time out on Beyond the INC, we announced a very special event being held in central London in a few short weeks' time. Yes, on Thursday, the 25th of September, We'll be hosting an evening with Beyond the INC at a secret location somewhere in the Big Smoke. The band are letting us play Perfect Symmetry to you, in full, for the first time, in nice comfy surroundings with two charming hosts at your disposal. We've also got some other things up our sleeve to make the night extra super double special. Already there's been a fantastic response from people desperate to know how they can book their places at the show. So let's not keep you in suspense any longer. 
To pick up your pair of tickets for the show, you just have to answer this patronisingly simple question. What is the title of Keane's third album, due out on October 13th, 2008? If you think you know the answer, visit beyondtheinc.com slash playback and fill your answer in on the email form along with your name and details. The competition closes at 11.59pm UK time on September the 12th and we'll notify winners shortly afterwards so you can make your plans. Sadly, for licensing reasons, we can't allow any under-18s to come to the event. Sorry about that. Yeah, but on the plus side, you don't have to be a UK resident to enter. But one note on that, please make sure that you can actually make it to London on the night. Otherwise, you'll be depriving someone else of the chance to go, as these tickets are strictly limited and they are non-transferable. Yep. So in summary, the website address, which has got the entry form and all the details, is www.beyondtheinc.com slash playback. And the question is, what is the title of Keane's third album due out on October 13th, 2008? And all entries must be in by 11.59 on September the 12th. Good luck, and we'll see you there. So, that is all from this edition of Beyond the INC. Apologies if you're looking forward to Beard Watch, but the band have taken to wearing balaclavas since that feature first aired. Bastards. Next time we'll be reviewing The Lovers Are Losing and giving you more info on an evening with Beyond the INC. Send your thoughts between now and then, especially your reviews of the new single, to beyondtheinc at gmail.com. So, until then, goodbye. <laughs>